Good morning, everybody. I have no idea what the date is today. Oh, it's November 14th. It's on my car. So, um, how is everybody today? It is Thursday. I had to think about that because now I have a day off in the middle of the week and it fucks me up. <laughs> so, anyways, um, let's see what's new. Okay, let me tell you about my posting on Facebook this morning. It's not going to look very positive, you know, because, you know, you know, we have this impression that positive, being a positive person, positive energy is all about Staying positive, being kind, staying in compassion, staying in love, staying in, you know, all of that kind of realm of, you know, emotion. But I'm going to tell you, that's, that's where you come into it first. You're like, you're like, I am sweet. I am kind. I've been this empath. I know I'm a light worker, blah, blah, blah. Well, not everybody comes into it that way, you know, because we have the people that are awakening that came from the opposite. They they were greedy, they were um, powerless in their childhood, so then they lied to everyone, or they grew up in circumstances that made them um, deceitful later in life to get what they want, blah, blah, blah. So they came to their wealth or their place in the world that they are established in before their awakening through means of deception or, um, you know, some way, shape or form, maybe not even in the negative, maybe just in absolute ignorance, meaning not having the knowledge of anything better or anything different. So, um, but still feeling that sensation that something is missing, something this can't be all there is to life. Going to work and back after four years of college, after eight years of college, I didn't do it, but there are people, you know, who spend a lot of time in college and they get out and they're still like, wow, this is all there is? Like going to work every day, taking a vacation once a year, there has to be more to life. This is unfulfilling. Now I still have to go and work for someone every day. So, okay, so there's that mentality. That's like how, you know, whatever way you come in to your awakening, like your your discovery of energy, your discovery of something, there's something that I'm not getting because my life is miserable or my life is mundane or my life is boring. And um, then, you know, you go into it and you try compassion and you try positivity and you try loving other people and giving to other people to get what you want. You know, because the, the infinity sign says what you put out is what you get back. Well, what you put out is right. You can put it out, but if you expect that no one's going to give you anything back and you believe that no one's going to give you back what you've given them, then that's going to reflect in your reality because you've convinced yourself of it. So you've programmed your vibration with that result. So if you are listening to this and you've never tried anything different, then try seeing things like I'm going to do something for someone and I'm going to expect that they're going to understand that they need to reciprocate see what I'm saying? Like that somehow 
through divine guidance, which could be an idea to them or a thought, because they don't know it. It's an intuitive guidance that comes from somewhere. It pops in from somewhere. It's not a conscious human thought that like, oh, I'm going to go do this today for lunch. I'm going to go grocery shopping. I'm going to go, um, you know, inspiration or ideas or intuitive guidance um, from the universe comes in pop like that, like an idea, like, oh my gosh, like an aha moment. But, um, you know, like if someone, say you do something nice for someone and you take them out to dinner and then, you know, you're like, you, you used to say, ah, uh, you know, I don't expect anything back or they would, I don't want them to do anything back. Well, you're going to get that reality because you're not feeling worthy of reciprocation. And then if you do that enough, it's going to create resentment by the time you get older. You know, you can do that when you're young and say, oh, you know, she's my friend, blah, blah, blah. But after you do it 800,000 times, you know, you're like, I've given away to people all my life. No one's reciprocating, you know. And um, this is like the law of ebb and flow or the law of give and take kind of thing. Uh, law of reciprocation. There's lots of, you know, everything should be an equal exchange of energy. Like, meaning, oh, well, they took me out to dinner. I'll watch their baby next week so she can go out with her husband. Or it doesn't have to be that they can buy you dinner back or they're, they're going to give you something back in return. They can give you their time. They can give you their effort. They can give you their uh, a phone call when you've had a bad day, you know, because, um, you know, oh, wow, my friend took me out to dinner. The least I can do is reciprocate by listening to her talk about her issues with her husband, you know, um, stuff like that. You know, we're talking about um, returning and expecting a return, you know, like instead of thinking, oh, I'll probably take her out to dinner and she won't do anything. You know, she never gives back to me you know, but then you go because you want that company, you want that, it used to be called codependency, but when we call it codependency, it sounds negative. It sounds like, ooh, I'm lonely, so I have to go. Uh, no, I like to say, I would like to have someone's company. I don't want to feel lonely, so I'm going to stay out of my own head, and I'm going to go out and have dinner with this person, and then I'm going to expect reciprocation from them. So if you don't expect it and you don't believe it, you're not going to get it. And you're constantly going to create the same re reality over and over and over. So, like, that's where I'm at right now is um, regaining that worth. The worth is what builds the foundation for that reciprocation coming back to you. Like, if you don't think that you're worthy of reciprocation because of something that happened in your past, the way treat, people have treated you in your past, then that's absolutely the pattern that's going to continue. So um, it, you have to become mindful. You change your thoughts on the inside and it reflects like a mirror on the outside. And if you don't believe me, uh, what do you have to lose by trying it exactly? Like, oh, because what you've done so far has worked so great, right? You know, you've gotten so far with that negative thinking. So maybe you should just give it a shot with like changing some kind of thinking on the inside 
and and change it to instead of thinking like this today, I'm going to turn it around and say today everything's going to work out in my favor. Everything's going to go so smooth at work. I'm going to be on slam or taper, but um I'm going to, it's going to be very smooth. And my boss loves me because he sees that I work really hard. And I, I haven't, I'm putting forth 99% effort because 1% of the time I might have to pee or get a drink. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like have human, uh, exist in the human body, you know, and go do those things like pee or poop or something. And, uh, that's the reality. But 99% of the time I am putting forth effort into what I'm doing. Like I own that business. Like I, I realized one time when I was working for Kohl's that I'm like, if I could take 11, 12 hour shifts in a row, this wasn't last Christmas, but the Christmas before, if I could do 11, 12 hour shifts in a row, why can't I go to the gym and do a workout? <laughs> you know, like, what's my excuse? You know, like, after I've already dug way deeper than any workout could ever whoop me, you know, uh, 12 hour day, that was when we were in Christmas season and I signed up for what I thought was like 17 days straight. I was like, I can do anything for 17 days. I'm going to do this. I'm going to set my mind and I'm going to do it. And then I found out that, um, they had me scheduled on the Monday after the weekend that was attached to those 17 days. And then two days prior to the start of peak was another weekend. So they had Saturday and Sunday on the beginning, which they didn't tell us or bring to our attention, which I believe is uh, where I was at that point. They were leaving it out on purpose so they could have more people there on the weekends. Because if they presented it to us as 21 days straight, no, there is no fucking way I would have signed up for that. They took advantage of our ignorance, and I signed up for 17 days and ended up scheduled for 21 days straight, 12-hour days. I made it to, okay, day five, my body is like, you're going to fucking do this, aren't you? You're really going to fucking do this. And I was like, yes, yes, I am. My mind controls my body. And this is a Rocky fucking marathon, bitch. Rocky one, Rocky two, Rocky two, or Rocky three, Rocky four, Rocky five. I will fucking defeat any obstacle in my fucking way. And my mind controls my body. My body does not control my mind, right? So here I get to like, like day 10, day 11. I am in complete, total exhaustion. I mean, just can't. Here I am pulling a fucking cart down the fucking row. And there's another lady passing me. And she's also on her 10th or 11th day. Viola. And I love her to death. And she's like, honey, I'm so exhausted. And they put me over here on pick. And she's like, they want 200 an hour. And I bet you I ain't getting 50 an hour. You know, poor little thing. She was broke down. and She's like 60 or 70. And thankfully, she gave herself the reward she most certainly deserved. She retired. And she's now in Ohio. Ohio. I'm in Ohio. Iowa. So, hello to Viola, if you're listening, in Iowa. Um, she moved out there with her family, I believe. And th good for you. Good for you. Do something dilly-dally, play in the garden, sell your vegetables, do something. You can make 
you can make something of your life still, Viola. Okay, so don't just get still and get bored, but you're not that kind of person. Just get your rest, get yourself back into good health, relax, and get rid of some of that stress you've been carrying for years, having a boss, and be your own boss, honey. Make something awesome happen. Start sewing and sell that shit. Don't work your eyeballs out anymore. But anyways, that's what we're all working towards is not having a boss anymore. You know what I mean? Is is freedom. The abundance and freedom that we deserve. Um, the ability to create things um, through whatever means it is. Whether it's um, IT or affiliate links or blogging or podcasting or YouTube, monetize it all, then, uh, then you get gigs, you know, you get interviews and you get more exposure. And that's where I'm moving into is, um, is, you know, more interviews I'm having. Yeah. I'll tell you about that in a minute, but back to the day that we were about to fall over and die. <laughs> um, Viola was pulling that cart down the way and she was just limping and barely moving and I was the same way honey I was on the edge of passing out you know dying or something I don't know but um I ended up I said you know I went about eight aisles down and I reached up to get an item that was on the top shelf and I was like oh my god I gotta get a ladder and then I had to walk all the way to the end of the aisle which was like 12 feet away and I'm like oh my god my body does it won't go no more so I ended up saying, hey, I want to, you know what? I found this little, like if you're dying and you find this little spark inside of you that says you're going to survive after all, um, that's where I did. I, I said, where, where's Viola? Viola, Viola, where are you? Where are you? And I finally found her. I had to walk like 10 aisles to find her because she was going the other way. And I was like, don't call a taxi. I was like, I'll, I'll leave early. And we'll take off. And I left early that day. And I didn't come back in the next day. And I didn't come back in Tuesday. I took two and a half days off. Because Monday morning I woke up with like strep throat or something. Not not really strep throat or... But it was like... My body was done. It was like, oh, you can control me to an extent. But when I get to the point of exhaustion, I take over. So you still have to respect your body. You see what I'm saying? Like you can work your eyeballs out and you can push yourself to a limit. But, you know, your body has to eventually give in. But my whole point is I created an endurance for myself. A focus. A, a determination. See, I never thought like I even did the um, meditation for embodying your divine masculine this morning on the Silvana app and meaning confidence and, uh, focus, uh, success. Like I consider masculine energy to be very unapologetic, very, I don't give a fuck what you say. I'm going to succeed at this. If you notice it, a lot of men or a lot of you know, successful men, not saying that men suck or anything. I'm not saying that. Don't take that wrong. But I'm saying a lot of people who are successful, even women, have that quality that they're not giving up. 
And we have to take on that endurance. We have to embody it. We have to write it on our hand. We have to wear shirts that say we kick ass every day, all day long. And we have to go that extra mile. We have to stretch out of our comfort zones. We have to do new things. We have to kick more ass. So my positive or my Facebook post this morning was not very positive to the people who would normally follow my Facebook. And I know they're going to see it. And let's just say it this way. The old me would say, nobody will click like on that because they don't vibrate with it. You know? So then then that's what I'm going to get. So the new me says, everyone is going to see that post and they're going to share that post so much that people wake the fuck up about what's going on in this country. The corruption that's being hidden behind the veil... You know, I mean, there's two veils. I'm just, I talk about the veil to the other side. That's that's for mediumship and stuff. This is the veil that keeps you from seeing what's going on behind the scenes in the government. Like what they're hiding from you. And so if you go on my Facebook today, the posts that I made before I left the house, probably, well, if you're listening to this, it probably won't piss you off. It'll probably be like, yay. She spoke the truth. But I'm going to tell you why I spoke the truth today. After I listened to the Divine Masculine Meditation. And there were light coats mixed in, by the way. So I don't know what the fuck he programmed me with. But it must have been good because I was like, you know what? I'm no longer afraid to connect these dots for people. I'm going to lay it out there. I'm going to lay it out there and I'm going to share it in I didn't have enough time, but I can go back and do it in a little bit when I get on break. And I can share that throughout the awakened um, groups. That's who I want to take it to and say, hey, share this. And then it will be shared through those people because they know what's going on. And they can share it to their timelines. And we can start waking people up because um, what I was talking about was um, the fact that until last year in March the Secretary of State which is the right hand man of the President was the um, former CEO for 25 years of ExxonMobil okay that he was simultaneously Secretary of State which is a humongous power position uh, right-hand man to the President of the United States, simultaneously Secretary of State and CEO of ExxonMobil. So, he retired from both positions after it was exposed last year across the internet, because that's when I found out, but I was in fear. So, I didn't want to post anything that put me into a fear of vibration like, ooh, if someone finds this, I could something could happen to me. You don't want to go and do anything that puts you into fear vibration. Because if it makes you that scared, you should not post it. Because it'll manifest so quickly. Like, let's talk about Prince. Prince said, ooh, I have a feeling somebody's out to get me. You know, or I have a feeling that I'm going to be dead. I'm going to be killed for what I've said so far or what I've spoken about the third eye and all that and then we have like um michael jackson who called the ceo of 
Sony Records, um, the the goddamn devil and shit. He must have went into a vibration of fear at that point because then next thing you know, he's dead. And then, you know, it's like all of these things that no one talks about that they're too afraid to talk about because they're in a fear vibration. Well, God damn it. They're not fucking scared enough to do it. So to talk, you know, to, for these things to unfold, well, I'm not going to say that someone came and did it. I'm just going to say that it manifested. You know what I mean? Like these people manifested their own death, whether it be through the fear of someone coming to get them or uh, running it over and over and over in their mind because of the emotion of fear that um, it in fact manifested a different way. But it ends up it did happen because they they kept asking for it and the universe kept saying, yes, 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 yes. I'll manifest that for you. You know what I mean? So it's like, you don't even want to post something that that you are sitting in fear about. If you post it and 10 minutes later you're scared, go delete it. That's all there is to it. Not everybody on the whole planet has seen it ten mi in 10 minutes time. You see what I'm saying? Don't post it if you feel scared. So today, I found within myself the confidence to speak that and let that be the truth and let people find it that need to find it that vibrate to needing to know that truth you know they they are upon the edge of their awakening because i know the way i came into my awakening a lot of it see like i was always intuitive i was always clairsentient and always you know kind of empath i'm not kind of always empathic picking up on other people's vibes and feelings and crying for them because I felt how sad they were, you know, like leaving them sad or, you know, just so empathic and so like same way with joy, though. I would be so joyful when I saw someone else being joyful. But that's the glory of being an empath who's in a good vibration as you get to share those emotions and reflect those emotions instead of the negative ones. Right. So um, anyways. I always was those things, but then when, when I started running into articles, not on purpose, but they attracted me at the right time because it was time, you know, this is like four years ago, I started seeing that there were corrupt things in the world going on. And then I began to pursue that more. And then I began to understand that there was a system in place that was broken and that it was being run by broken people, you know, like not broken, like, um, fucked up where they can't be fixed, but broken as in emotionally broken. You see what I'm saying? Like, like you can always be repaired because there have been people like me who have had addictions and come back from the brink of death, you know, like luckily, yeah, I mean, I, I could have killed myself doing what I did. I could have killed people driving. I could have killed people, you know, I could have overdosed. I could have done a lot of things when I was doing stupid shit. But um, luckily, I had a purpose in the world. And I believed in myself enough after a couple of interventions from the universe, let's say, that um, I, I 
began to believe maybe there was a reason that I was here, you know? And it's like, now I understand, like, even though a lot of things have sucked so far, they unfolded so I could become the best version of myself, you know? And I love and honor my parents so much for stepping aside and they assist from the other side. Don't get me wrong. So I have plenty of guardian angels. You know what I mean? So I don't have a problem whistleblowing. I know that my family and my universe has my back and that I'm always safe. Archangel Michael, Archangel Gabriel, Uriel, Raphael, all of them are lined up around me and there's no way that they would let a brave soul no one can even get near me that, that could hurt me. You know what I mean? The only person that's capable of manifesting or bringing people to me to hurt me is me. You know? And I feel like, no, I'm done suffering. I'm going to conquer, if anything. I'm going to conquer my fears. I'm going to conquer uh, what's kept me from using my voice. So today, to me, my Facebook post was very positive on my end, you know. I'm proud of myself for speaking my authentic truth and sharing it to groups who may also have people like me who are like, holy shit, it's not bad to share information so we can wake more people up. That's how people wake up, is you realize that you're getting fucked over and then, oh, it's just like any boyfriend or girlfriend. You realize that they're fucking you over and then you do something about it. You get them the fuck out of your life. You make them disappear. So you change things. So that's what I feel like with with this situation that's in front of us with um, the man who holds the seat of the presidency in our country. So I really don't like using his name. I don't like giving his name more energy because he damn sure don't deserve the attention he gets, much less even more from a powerful manifester. So I don't speak his name. It's like Harry Potter. Bitch, I will never say your name. So anyways, you don't deserve. Your name has no place on my lips, honey, and it never will. So anyways... What I'm saying is it's not a bad thing to express your opinions or to to be bold, to be powerful, to start utilizing your truth. Now, that feels like the divine masculine. That feels like me, <coughs> a form of me, speaking my authentic truth. And that's a big step forward for me. Like, the way I've been... You know, like, I won't always be that way. Like, oh, this is my job to just tear people apart and put out, you know, just expose everything to the masses. That's not my job. My job is to become the the better version of me that can teach you to manifest. But this had to unfold so I can get to the part of me that's no longer ashamed of teaching manifestation, of speaking my divine truth, of telling everyone that, yes, I channel. Yes, I do mediumship. Yes, I do oracle cards. Yes, I am fucking amazing at it. I am so confident that I go on and do readings for people who may not find them for months, but when they do, it's going to resonate because I trust synchronicity. I trust the universe to line that up. That's a timeless reading that might sit there for months, but when the person who's, who it's intended for 
does read it, it will be perfectly synchronistic. And they'll be amazed that that shit was made like eight months ago or four months ago or two months ago, whatever it is. So it's my expansion. I'll do it at my rate and I'll do it as I receive the inspiration. You know, like I don't have to do anything more. I only have three fucking videos up right now on YouTube. So, and the readings for people I felt called to do readings for. I'm not going to do readings for people who come and, yes, people have said, oh, you need to do one for Biebs and Haley. Yeah, well, yesterday came and I had more important issues to deal with than Biebs and, and Haley. They'll make it. You know what I'm saying? I want to do the ones that I'm inspired to do, that the universe feel, leads me to. You know what I mean? They may be part of the universe and they may be leading me to do that. That's fine, but it wasn't going to happen yesterday. So if you follow my YouTube, then that's not happening for a few days because I have some other, I had something really big, a dear friend of mine, um, I'm going to have to do some healing work on because, um, this ain't happening. The news I got yesterday, it just ain't fucking happening, but it's 720 y'all. And, um, I will get back at you hopefully tomorrow on my way in and, um, just keep fucking getting bolder, get bold, be brilliant, shine bright, um, be devoted to your truth and your, your center, your heart center. Um, love yourself more than you love other people's opinions. Who gives a fuck what anybody thinks? How long are you going to live your life for other people? You know what I'm saying? Like you got to live your life for you. Cut those cords and quit letting people belittle you and tell you what to be. You know what I mean? Like shh, color outside the fucking lines, make mistakes, do what I do, get, do wacky shit on your podcast, burp and hell, I don't care, fart, but no matter, just be, we're all fucking human, we all do the same things, you know, we all want the same things, freedom, abundance, joy, love, self-love, you know, and now I'm getting better at that, so what I did today was just part of honoring my own journey, you know, it may not honor other people's, but that's not why I'm here anymore. I'm here to follow my own path. So, all right, I got to get in there and I'm going to be on time and I'm not going to use any PTO today because you can use it by the minute. And the other day I had to use seven minutes because I, it, it had iced over here. So it wasn't because of my podcast. It was because everybody in Ohio goes stupid when it fucking snows. Like, um, you know, it's like the roads are clear. Get over it. All right. I love you guys. Have a prosperous, joy-filled, wonderful, magical, synchronistic, ass-kicking day. So, talk to you tomorrow. Bye.